1: The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by UW Medicine. Husky athletes get the very best care at UW Medicine, and it's the same expert care that everybody can get at over 270 clinics throughout the region. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care.
2: The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's time for The Chris Peterson Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield, IMG College. The Chris Peterson Show is brought to you by Star Reynolds, preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Now, along with Coach Pete, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. Welcome to the Chris Peterson Show. Huskies coming off a bye week
1: and getting ready to take on the number nine team in the nation, the Utah Utes. Uh, Coach, let's start with the most obvious thing. Happy Halloween, man. I mean,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is the most obvious. Hey, yeah, no doubt. Happy Halloween to you, too.
1: You, you, uh, I hear rumors that, that you do dress up sometimes around the office. I so. do. Doing I the do. same thing this year?
3: I'm not dressing up the same. Not sure if I'm dressing up, still deciding. I got a couple, I do have a couple costumes lined up. I'm just not sure if I'm breaking them out or not.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, first about a bye week situation. You're coming off a of bye week, and I, I kind of looked into it. You are 14-0 and 0 in your career when you got 12 or more days to prepare for a game. But it's also a trend throughout college football. Teams play better off a of bye than they do when they're in the week-to-week grind. What... It's obvious that you get a little more rest. That's yeah. that's clear. What else? What what? Why is this so important to have a buy? Well,
3: and, and you may get a guy or two back. You know, that's probably the next thing. And then you get a little more time to look at yourself and see if there's some tendencies, and there always are. Um, and then you get a little more time to look at the opponent. But you know, I've been on the other end of buys, a lot of buys, where um, you know we were playing other teams and we we did we did well as. You know, we did well in that situation, too, meaning that, you know, so much of it has to do with the opponent you're playing. Mm, mm -hmm. And so we have the best opponent right now, you know, in my opinion, uh, in the Pac-12, you know, in terms of how they're playing. And so, you know, it it was was awesome. I mean, we've been wanting to buy for three weeks, but uh, that's not how the schedule shook down. So we got it. We got a little rested up. Tell you this, the kids practiced hard. Mm. Um, It was you know, we didn't we didn't have a bunch of practices, but the ones we had, they were physical.
1: You said Monday at your press conference that you watched every game backwards, forward, sideways during yeah. the bye. Uh, I wonder what did you learn about your team through that process that that might be hard to see when you're in the weekly grind.
3: That we play some pretty good football. Um, you know, I think when you're not winning all your games, it's very easy to focus heavily on the negative, mm-hmm. and those are things you got to get corrected. Mm-hmm. But there's there's been some good football played and you know, I think like all teams all good teams. It's always about consistency. So we have an in you know, it's just a matter of playing at a higher level, a more consistent level in, in certain situational football um, situations. You know, we always talk about this situation, 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 whether it's the goal line, whether it's the red zone, whether it's two-minute drill. And they've showed up across the board, you know. Mm-hmm. There isn't one thing. I always say that if it's any one thing, we'll fix it in two seconds. Yeah. That, that's
1: easy. <laughs> it's complicated. It
3: is complicated. And so, but we had a chance to study and make uh, you know, make our opinions on, you know, all three phases of what we really need to kind of emphasize. And I think it's been good, and uh, we've got some good work on it.
1: Mm-hmm. What did you hope to accomplish through this bye week? And and do you think you did it?
3: Well, yes. Because it's all the things I just spoke about, mm-hmm. you know. I just and, yeah. and then maybe one of the more important things is recruiting. Yep. <laughs> so everybody went out and was recruiting on top of all that, you know. The bye is for the players to get rested up. Usually the co- coaches in some ways get worn out because mm-hmm. there's more to do. I mean, all of our coaches – I was, I think, the only one that stayed in state. Everybody else went out of state, somewhere in state, out of state, all those things. And so you got all those things I just spoke about, Mm -hmm. practice, studying yourself, game, all those things, and then you leave town. And so, it's good though, I mean, that's what you want because you're getting on top of things.
1: Well, I think also, sometimes in these jobs, the fun part is playing a game, right? Like I, I, think the fun part is game day, personally. And so sometimes it can be more draining to do all the grunt work and yeah. not have that carrot of actually playing a game.
3: I got to tell you, to tell you the truth, I'm more into the grunt work. That's that's the irony of my job. Uh-huh. Um, I love competing. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoy the other parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoy being with our team. You know, I enjoy being with our staff. I enjoy the you know putting the process together, and then seeing if we can bring this to life. And, you know, um, on Saturdays, unfortunately it's, it's life or death to everybody around here. Right. I mean, it just is what it is. If you don't get it done, I mean, it's like, what in the world's going on here? And so, um, you know, it was a good hardworking week, you know, really two weeks. I think our players, you know, enjoyed a little bit of the time that they did get off extra. Um, but again it's not like they were laying around doing nothing it really Mm -hmm. wasn't I mean there's there's a lot going on they were still lifting and they're getting uh you know in the training room and all those little things so it was it's it's been a good two weeks
1: yeah you got that paper that's due in three weeks good to start it this week that sort of thing so
3: right about now is really when midterms are hitting around here Mm -hmm. you know so that's you know that's a little bit of beauty of this timing you know there's a little bit more on their plate and and now in this quarter system things go fast and so yeah all those things and and now but it's great because those kids really we could tell them you know your priority is school which it always is but now it's like we're not even putting football on your plate except for these couple of days
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, let's talk about the season a little bit um you know it, it, you set goals at the beginning of the year, yep. um, but then you have to get into the day to day. Like you can't like think about the big picture goals every single day. I, I wouldn't think you, you got to focus on the task at hand that day. So how does that work with you? Like you, you say, you want to win a Pac-12 championship at the beginning of the year. You-, you maybe fall behind in the standings. You can't really think about that. H- how do you set goals and then check in on goals?
3: I mean, here's the thing. The the goal thing to, to say we want to win the Pac-12 championship um, and a bowl game. Um, it's almost ridiculous for us to even put that sign up. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, what, what? the thing right. is, like, it's crazy to me, like, you know, you see little sixth graders competing and now they can't keep score. Go ahead, don't keep score. They still know who won at the end of the game. Yeah, and they're, that's right. And, and they're pissed, yep. Yep. like, when they lose you know, and the parents are all, it's good. You know, you guys, no, no, it's not good when you're six year (laughs) when you're in sixth grade. So it's dumb for us to even like, we're trying to win all of our games.
0: Yep.
3: You don't need the goals up. Mm -hmm. So we really try to be, you know, just process driven. Um, it's, that's what it is. And it's like, yeah, we get the goals. The goal every week is to be one and O and, um, you know, on those beautiful years, it all kind of comes together when you have a lot of luck and a lot of talent and a lot of this and a lot of that, and it all comes together. And most years it doesn't, it's not undefeated, but it's just about going back to work and what did we learn and how do we improve? It's always just about improvement. And are we trying to get closer to our potential that we have?
1: You brought up luck. And I think that's interesting. I know, um, Even in basketball, uh, Ken Pomeroy, who's one of the computer analytics guys I follow, has a luck factor kind of (laughs) like in in his analytics, right? Because that is part of this whole thing. And you've got a couple of losses where one play – like one snap, one thing goes either way. and But I think what's interesting is I think the national conversation around the Pac-12 is changing a little bit. I think in years past maybe people would say, well, that's out of the Power Five conferences. That one might be at the bottom right now, blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of people are looking at this league and saying, this is a pretty deep league. This is now one of the more competitive leagues in all of college football. Yeah. and And you put that together – with you know a schedule where week after week after week it's tough I I think it requires a little bit of luck a a ball to bounce your way in order to run the table yeah and
3: I think we've kind of even joked about that I mean I I mean that that old saying sometimes it's and maybe not sometimes all the time it's maybe better to be lucky than good you know I I see the ball like how it bounces sometimes I'm like huh can we not catch a break you know and when and usually when you're not good enough that luck doesn't come your way and when you Mm -hmm. are it comes your way so there's that too but yeah, so there is there is a little bit of that, um, but you know, I mean that's that's just how it goes, and uh, you know, I think you just keep you just keep grinding, you just keep working, and and that's the trick if you can do that without backing off, you know, and and uh, we're gonna need all those things, you know, this week coming up with with Utah, and, you know, when I say the best team in our league. Um, you know Oregon's doing a heck of a job they are and there's other teams but you know you say like the Pac-12 is getting more respect, and I don't worry about that mm-hmm. we went to the playoffs a handful of years ago and we could have lost every every game that we played we were in some dog fights with some teams that you know just kind of went to the bowl games and mm-hmm. all those type of things and so that that's perception and it changes and it's it's wishy-washy and it's people just talking and Um, I've always said this, this is a really, really competitive conference. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel any different to me this year than it has in the past. Now, maybe we're not winning the games this year that we won the last couple years, but I still feel that competitiveness. I mean, I think this is a super competitive conference.
2: We'll have more with Tony and Coach Pete right after this. Magic Toyota and Edmonds
5: has been an enthusiastic supporter of UW Athletics and building the future together. That's why Magic Toyota is the proud sponsor of UW's Pups and Parents program. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing past and current Huskies introducing future Huskies to the university through athletics, plus spending fun, quality time together. Brought to you by Magic Toyota, proud sponsor of UW Athletics. See our brand-new, state-of-the-art Magic Toyota store right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always
6: online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs! Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals.
7: A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time.
6: Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's
7: best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com. The
2: Chris Peterson show continues in 60 seconds on the Washington sports network from Learfield IMG college.
4: Now you can bow down and drink up at red hook brew lab located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. Proudly partnered with the Washington Huskies, Red Hook has created their very own small batch IPA, Purple Rain, specially brewed for the home team and available on tap all season long. Catch the Husky spirit by catching a game at Red Hook Brew Lab. The biggest schools.
2: Touchdown Penn State. Alabama. Oklahoma. Ohio. We'll the big, 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 biggest games kick is good the longhorns lead it. intercepted at the goal line the dogs have picked it up reliving the weekend on the gridiron it's the college football rewind throws over the middle pass broken up and the huskies are gonna win the gators gonna pick six. download on sunday mornings on apple podcasts this place it's an inside asylum search college sports now Welcome back to the Chris Peterson Show, presented by the Purple Mattress. Sleep purple, wake up gold. Along with Coach Pete, here's Tony Castricone.
1: Before we get into Utah, I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, the NCAA Board of Governors announcing uh, earlier this week, voting unanimously to allow athletes to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. Now, this there's so much that's going to happen and needs to be decided and agreed upon before this actually happens. But when you hear this news, I, I just wonder you know, what, what your thoughts are on that.
3: My thoughts are there's so much needs to be happened. There's so much <laughs> need to be agreed upon. There's so much stuff down the road. That's really what it is. Right. I mean, all we want is a level playing field. And, you know, that everybody's playing by the same rules. That's all we want. That's all I want, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the, you know, we don't want the students to be able to, you know, make some money and all. There's nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, how do we keep this thing fair and equitable across? This is college football. This is not pro football. And pro football, they keep it pretty equitable. They keep it pretty fair, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of their 32 teams and everybody's on. In college football, it's not, you know, with recruiting, how recruiting can go. And not every university and programs are the same. And so it's different budgets. Oh, it's all that it's crazy it's crazy and so and then the recruiting thing it's it's all about recruiting it's all about recruiting and the budgets and the money and all that has a lot to do with that and so that's really what I say is like yeah there's just a lot to be done and and I know that's what the NCAA's issue is it's like okay okay so how do we make these rules going forward to make sure this thing is still a level playing field so to speak and um we do it the right way. Mm-hmm. What,
1: what are some of the things that you worry about, like getting out of balance? And not that it's already perfectly balanced, yeah. right? But like, what are some of the things you worry about? Well,
3: for? I mean, is it a bidding war for recruits to tell mm-hmm. them what you can pay for using their name and likeness on their jersey and on a billboard? I mean, I, there, it's not even worth talking about because I don't know what the what the rules are, what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. like, I think when you just think off the cuff, it's like, okay, so you see how this is going to go. Okay, Johnny. Yeah, you come here, and uh, yeah, we can get you on this, and we can give you this for you. you know, there's going to have to be a cap on it. So how many guys can you put on this? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be your whole team? Yeah, we're going to get you all $10,000. You come here, we're going to put you on bi- I don't know how it goes. Mm-hmm. I just don't. But like that's what you're talking about. It's going to come in, you know, right? It's never about money. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I'm not doing It's never about money. It's always about money. <laughs>
1: It always is. I mean, you hear that a yeah.
3: million times. Oh, it's not about – it's always about that. I mean, name it. It seems to always be about money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that I've thought of, and and this is just kind of spitballing here, but, um, you know, with 85 scholarships on every team, there's so much talent out there that uh, if you wanted to – shrink up the rosters a little bit or shrink up the number of scholarships a little bit the talent would have to just overflow into all the different colleges i i would imagine that that seems like a potential option but then you really miss out on all the guys that get the life experience of experience having played college football and learning all this stuff i mean i i I know that there's money in this thing, but there is life experience and life oh. lessons that are getting learned here that, you, <laughs> that your guys are like, look, they're going through it together. They're learning from you. They're learning life. In, in, in situations that like other people without that situation like me, like we don't learn that stuff for 10 more years.
3: You're preaching to the choir. I mean, I live it every day with these guys mm-hmm. and it's not only live it every day with these guys, it's like seeing what that looks like 10 years from now or 10 years ago or 20 years ago or myself have been through it. You know what I got out of it being a non-scholarship football player that mm-hmm. took ten years to pay my loans off. Mm-hmm. That's the best money I ever spent my life. Mm-hmm. Going through football probably wouldn't have been in college had it not been there because I couldn't stand school. But that kept me there, and then you realize you become wiser and go, "Wow, am I glad I did that?" So yeah, no question. I mean, this is like a game-changing experience. But just you bringing up that thing about you could shrink scholarship, I mean, there's there's a bunch of different ways you can go. I I don't think there's a right answer. I mean, there's not going to be a right answer. It's going to be like you know what's the the best answer what's the lesser of all evils you know i, I don't know how to phrase it but mm-hmm. you know this college football thing this college sports and we're not just talking about football right i mean that's the we got 600 athletes mm-hmm. it can't it's not just about football like, we're just, if we're soccer. just talking about football this is easy yeah we're not we're talking about 600 athletes and so if it's done for one it's done for all
1: yep I think i I read that the you know the average investment uh, for a, a power five student athlete uh, regardless of sport, it's, it's close <laughs> to, you know, $200,000, 250000 per year it, that, of, of the money that just goes into the feeding, the travel, the training. The, no, it's the, way more than that. It's a lot. For
3: our guys, I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's way up there. Like our administration did. Like when you, we put them on chartered planes and the hotels mm-hmm. that we stay in, and that's part of the experience we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. we try not to look past that in terms of like, guys, do we appreciate staying in this hotel eating like this mm-hmm. to go play this game that we get to go. Pl- I mean, all these little things. And then, you know, the Adidas gear that we wear and mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's well over that for football. For it's football. not, it's mm-hmm. not $250,000. Yeah. Between. I
1: was saying the average for a student athlete, yeah. which means that when you compare, you yeah. know, you, you put everything in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So um yeah. All part of the added value that is getting to play college football. And, and I always like to say, like, if it were a raw deal, you wouldn't have walk-ons because all those guys are doing all that, not getting on the field, not getting if a If it's a
3: raw deal, you wouldn't have scholarship players. Yeah. Right? Go, go work at McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, if it's a raw deal, no one's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys love this game of football. They, you know, contrary to a lot of beliefs, they value what they're getting here educationally. They value this whole thing. Now, can there be more on their plate can can we do more for them that -hmm. keeps it all equitable you know i mean i think everybody's into that everybody's like taking care of these kids that's what we're in the kid business Mm -hmm. right we're all we're all trying to like you know we want to do right by these guys and it's like um and it's awesome and they you know it's an awesome product and you know it's it's just uh we could talk for hours on this whole thing because um it's so important and it's so complicated but i think like. You know, I think he like you talk about Jen Jen Cohen, you know, our AD who kind of heads it up. I mean, no one has more of a heart of gold for these student-athletes. So it starts at the top, like wanting to do right by these students. And I think, you know, a lot of times the, you know, fans or, you know, not fans, but, you know, whoever, people paying attention to college football, it's like, you know, these coaches, you know, all they want to do is win. And and we do want to win, but that's not all we want to do. I mean, I want to win a certain way only a certain way. And, um, you know, and it's not, you know, they put the expense of the student athlete's experience. And so it's a fine line because you really, you know, it's a hard competitive arena, but you're really trying to like make this one. I want this to be one of the most unique experiences, certainly that they've been through in their life. But when they look back on it, that they go, that was a game changing experience that I had going to the University of Washington.
1: Multiple variables for sure. No it, is, doubt. it is not single causal uh, decision making there.
2: Coming up, our player of the week, right after this.
5: This Husky tailgating moment is brought to you by Waterbrook Winery, proud partner of Husky Athletics. For this week's matchup against the Utes, savvy tailgaters know to pair Waterbrook Melange Founders Red Blend with a crowd-pleasing meal. Much like football, a successful tailgating game plan is all about strategy and execution. Your mealtime roster scores big points with Waterbrook Melange Founders Red Blend backing it up. Waterbrook Winery, vintage Walla Walla, award-winning wines representing the best of the Columbia Valley. Visit us at waterbrook.com and go Huskies.
8: Make sure to stay updated on all the action. All the time. Home. With content from all seven Pac-12 Network's channels on Pac-12 Now, where you can access live events. Just a moonshot. And original programming on demand with the ability to customize the teams you want to follow and the content you want to see wherever you are and whenever you want it. All the teams and all the access. All with Pac-12 Now.
2: More from Tony and Coach Pete in a moment. But first, these messages from your local station.
9: Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch in my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view.
0: Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Proud partner of Husky Athletics. 2019 Coors Brewing Company,
3: Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
10: At Boeing, we support events that bring us closer, make our communities better places to live and work, and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, and that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series, here for the rivalry, here for the tradition.
2: Welcome back to the Chris Peterson show presented by the purple mattress, sleep purple, wake up gold. Here's Tony Castricone.
1: Right, time for our Student Athlete of the Week. It is Savon Ahmed. Uh, Savon, welcome back into the studio, man. First yeah. time maybe in the studio since uh, since releasing your EP on Spotify over the summer?
11: Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've been in the studio, but I'm comfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. How was that process of putting out some uh, original music for the whole world to, to sample?
11: It was fun. It was busy, though. Uh, I mean, all summer I'd work out and I'd go to the studio for about eight hours a day. And uh, most of those times were just... Listening to music, listening to beats, and hanging out with my friends. So uh, yeah, it was just basically football and music the whole summer.
1: Yeah, I heard this was quite a collaborative effort with others on the team. Who else was involved?
11: Uh, you know, KT uh, Keith Taylor. That's what we call him. KT. He was involved in it. Uh, just kind of getting samples together, listening to different sounds. And you know, we didn't use any of his beats, but you know, he was he was involved in the process. We went mm-hmm. to the studio together a couple of times, and uh, you know, just stayed there for a couple of hours listening to different samples.
1: Where where do you find a place in Seattle? to do that and you know what's that process like for you?
11: Yeah so I got a bunch of friends who do music um, so one of my friends Jamal Cole he has a studio downtown called Breaking, uh, Breaking Record Studio mm-hmm. and so you know we went there a couple times and then I also have a, a friend named Cam Who's local and who just did it in his garage and so but he's, he's real professional with what he does and um, he's on his way so it was it was, a, it was a fun process.
1: Was it something that you want to do again? Uh, was it kind of like a, a once- in- a lifetime thing for you? what, what was that like?
11: No, it's definitely something I enjoy doing outside uh, of football. I plan to do another album when I'm done with football and have it kind of be more and kind of even get get more into it and have it be more musical and have a lot of live instruments and that so I kind of got some some in the works for after the season.
1: Okay, what do you play?
11: Uh, I mean not me. I okay. don't play no instruments. No, I got I got a involved. bunch of yeah, I got a bunch of friends who do live instruments, so uh kinda wanna give it a Kanye flow of just kind of being real musical.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, right on. Well, we're all excited to hear it. Uh that that's pretty awesome. Let's talk a little football. Um, you are coming off a of bye week. One of the things that I have kind of studied and noticed throughout college football, Coach Pete's teams always do well off byes. It seems like a lot of teams. Perform better off a of bye. How do you feel right now compared to what you would feel like in the middle of a normal week?
11: I just feel fresh. and feel ready yeah. to go. You know, you know, we came off of a hard game versus Oregon, and so you know that that helped us throughout this week of practice, just preparing. You feel uh, well prepared, be able to get extra week of film on Utah, and uh, you know our bodies just feel good. Uh,
1: no, no, Sean McGrew in that game. Uh, no, Richard Newton in that game. Those guys working through some things, uh, injury wise, and so it really fell on you to get a, a first a career high 23 carries at Arizona and then a career high 24 carries against Oregon uh, do you notice a difference in that workload after the game and then going into the week
11: uh definitely your body your uh, body you feel it in your body you just uh, a little sore but mm-hmm. that comes with the recovery process You're just making sure that you uh, you you're on it throughout the week and getting in the ice tub you know it's hard to do that stuff but uh it just comes with comes with the um with the responsibilities
1: what are some of the things that you're noticing about your game that you think you're getting better at right now as a junior
11: just being decisive being decisive in the decision making process that's that's kind of the thing about it um that i've that i've progressed in that area just making making decision and go even if it's the wrong decision making it at full speed so that's where i think i've progressed as a as a junior now
1: hard to get a lot faster the, you know you're you're at four three right now and you're forty time that that's pretty darn good so yeah. uh, it's kind of the other things that you're working on right
11: yeah yeah just being just being powerful and just being a guy that's reliable and consistent I think that's what I wanted to to be this season I wanted to be someone that's consistent mm. I don't want to be up and down I want to be someone that you can okay we need to give him the ball he needs to go make a play and we got we got those guys to make the plays um, we got an amazing offensive line we got an amazing receiving core that goes out there and block for every single run play so you know it's up to me to to make the play when, when we got guys like that on the field
1: I thought um it was your best not your personally but your offenses best offensive team performance last time out against Oregon it's unfortunate it didn't result in a win but I thought that there were some things against a really high level defense that that looked like they were going well what did it feel like to
11: you it felt real natural out there for us and i think you know we 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 lost the game but i think we learned a lot as a team we learned a lot about ourselves as an offense as well and we we felt that that it was one of our best offensive performances obviously it came down to the the end of the game we didn't we didn't um execute on our details and that was on us um and so we just we got to we got to fix that stuff when we get into the red zone but i think as an offense we learned a lot about ourselves and it kind of just gave us confidence what we can do
1: I think it's good to have confidence, and then you know, coming off that bye week, it's well timed because you're probably going to face the toughest defense you'll play all season coming up in a couple of days, going up against Utah. What what do you think makes their defense so good?
11: I think they're just physical. They're a very physical defense, and that's what you need out of a defense. And they're they're sound, and they they got guys that have been there for a while. So uh, I think it just comes down to when it comes down to winning the game, it's going to come down to details. We know that they're obviously a very sound defense. They're not going to make a lot of mistakes or stuff up to us to execute Uh,
1: statistically and I I don't know how much you guys pay attention to stats but statistically they're number one in the country in rushing defense as a running back does that kind of like light your eyes up you get really excited to play in a game like this yeah yeah that's
11: awesome I I love to hear that because I know we got guys up front that can go and make it happen so um, you know get, get a physical defense against a very physical offense and and kind of see what see what we can do there. So I'm I'm excited to see that.
1: What about your room? Um, you know, Richard Newton. I think everybody was kind of excited about some of the things he did before he went down. What's it been like getting to know him a little bit? And uh, what what can you tell us about this freshman from California?
11: Yeah, Rich. He's obviously he's a physical runner. He's a guy that's going to go out there and make plays. And uh, he's he's a freshman out there making plays. You know, he he was playing a big role before he was out. And so you know, I'm really excited about Rich and what he's got for us in the future. And just as a person, he's just a real cool, calm, and collected dude. He's real quiet. Um, he loves his jewelry. He loves <laughs> he loves wearing jewelry. He, he likes he has a grill. He likes to wear earrings, chains, everything all the time. So he's real he's real quiet, but he he likes to show off in that in that area. So that's cool about him. Uh, he just yeah, I, I love Rich, and I I just kind of want to be be w be to Rich what Miles was to me, someone that he can look up to. So if he ever needs anything, I'm always I'm always there one call away.
1: I was gonna ask, if have you talked to Miles much, what's it like uh for him right now in Miami? I know he hasn't got a touch yet this year, but and it's a tough year for them right now. But what what's going on with Miles and, and how often do you stay in touch?
11: Yeah, I mean we talk every day. We're in a group chat with a bunch of our friends, so yeah. we, we get to talk every day. Uh he's doing good though, you know, keeping his head high, you know I guess it's one of the first times he's been on a team that's struggled. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's interesting to hear him talk about that. But um, I think, you know, he's keeping his head high and, and having... And- living out his dream.
1: You guys still talk trash about who's faster?
11: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm faster. He knows that. <laughs> In his heart's a hard. he knows that I, I'm faster than him, so he'll have to live with that until we both get old. All right,
1: tell me, uh, you know, for the audience that's listening that maybe doesn't know, tell me some of the things that you and I have talked about off the air about, you know, your education major and what it is you want to get into after football.
11: Yeah, so after football, I want to be either a counselor or advisor for middle school students and just kind of want to help kids who don't come from a background education. Their families didn't have the opportunity to go to college so um you know you kind of get lost in in that in that area when it comes to studying at, a, at an early age and i want to be specifically in middle school because i think that's the area where you're so you're so impressionable mm. and you either learn bad habits or you learn good habits and i think those habits carry on to high school and so on
1: what do you think was instrumental in helping you learn the good habits at that age that propelled you to where you are today
11: yeah I think even in that age for me though in middle school, I struggled a lot. Mm. I didn't come from a background and my parents didn't go to college and anything like that meaning that didn't mean anything outside that I wasn't smart or anything, but it just it came down to details and different things like that, and I had to rely on outside sources mm. and so um, I think in middle school, I struggled a lot, and so I want to help kids who was in the position that i was that I was in and um when I got to high school, I had I had a lot of mentors around me, my high school coach, and you know, guys that were just able to stay on me about those kind of things. And luckily I had football, and so um, it was important that my grades were good. Yeah. And so I, I was able to learn that at a younger age.
1: Well, Savon, you're, you're a great role model for uh, all the kids out there that want to play for the Huskies or want to do whatever it is that they want to do. And uh, we'll be rooting for you on Saturday. Continued success, and uh, thank you very much for the time.
11: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Coming up,
9: our assistant coach of the week right after this. Husky fans, show us how you Husky this football season with gear from University Bookstore, the authentic Husky retailer and the only store that supports the UW community. For the best selection of new Adidas, trending styles and accessories, tailgating gear, and more, shop online at ubookstore.com, stop into the Store on University Way, or visit us on game day at our Rainier Vista pop-up shop near Husky Stadium. University Bookstore, hashtag how I Husky, hashtag be Husky ever.
12: At Bale Breaker Brewing, we've always been proud supporters of UW Athletics, since we paid tuition there. We're also proud supporters of drinking deliciously freshly brewed local craft beer on game day, which is why we're now pouring our Northwestern brand of family-farmed heavenly hoppiness at every Husky game this year. So come raise a glass to Husky football on game day, or drop by the brewery and raise one with us on all those other days. Bale Breaker Brewing. Fresh off the farm.
2: Go Dogs. 1998. Brock Ewart gets into the scoring parade with a rushing touchdown. This is Washington football from Learfield, IMG College. Magic Toyota
5: and Edmonds has been an enthusiastic supporter of UW Athletics and building the future together. That's why Magic Toyota is the proud sponsor of UW's Pups and Parents program. Nothing is more satisfying than seeing past and current Huskies introducing future Huskies to the university through athletics. Plus, spending fun, quality time together. Brought to you by Magic Toyota, proud sponsor of UW Athletics. See our brand new, state-of-the-art Magic Toyota store right on Highway 99 in Edmonds and always online at magictoyota.com. Go dogs!
6: Bob Kendall, president of Star Rentals.
7: A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com.
2: Welcome back to the Chris Peterson Show, presented by the Purple Mattress. Sleep purple, wake up gold. Here's Tony Castricone.
1: Our assistant coach of the week is Keith Bonafa running backs coach for the Huskies you're hungry to get back out there. Exactly. And now you're doing it against the ninth ranked team in the country. Uh, Tell me a little bit about this Utah defense and what stands out to you about them
13: on tape. I think the big thing and obviously you say what stands out on tape and you know you go back through the history of the games that we've had against uh, the University of Utah is you know just how physical and how fast they are. Uh, I think they do a great job of uh, you know sticking to their scheme and Doing their best to put the pressure on the offense, you know, to make plays in crucial situations. So, as you watch these guys, they're very detailed. They're very disciplined. Uh, They do a great job of tackling. They don't mess up. And, uh, you know, you definitely have to be ready to execute and uh, take care of business when you step on the field against the Utes. They
1: statistically, and I don't know how much you pay attention to stats, it only tells part of the story, but statistically, they're the number one rushing defense in America. Mm hmm. Does that, is that something that gets you guys excited as a running back room to go up against a team that's
13: touted the way they are? You know, I think always, you know, just a competitive nature. Um you know, for me as a coach and, you know, just for my group, you know, you want to go out there on Saturday to be successful. And if you're going to go out there and prove how successful you really are, you want to go out there and do it against the best. Um, to say, you know, I've sat and talked, this is the number one Russian defense in the country. I have not done that. Uh, I think we've harped on, you know, just as a team, uh, on both sides of the ball, how good this team is. And I think the big thing that I've been uh, kind of, Talking to my group and harping on with my group is just being able to take advantage of the space that's out there on the field when we do have the ball in our hands, and making sure you know you know those 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 holes are sometimes going to be creases, and we got to take advantage of that space. Um, we got to be able to get our shoulders past north and south in order for us to gain those extra yards in the run game to help the offense and to help the team be successful.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to watch. Take me take me through your room this season, uh, led by Savon Ahmed junior who is one of my favorite Huskies he's just uh, such a neat kid he's got different interests and yet such a good football player and explosive player as well
13: yeah I think uh, you know I think you start with Savon you know just um, watching how he's grown I think the one thing that uh, everybody knows he's you know been under been able to play for two years under the shadow of a nine and uh, now, you know, him getting the opportunity to get out there and kind of do it his way uh, has been has been fun. I think, you know, it has his growing pains just because he hasn't had the reps um, that a guy in the past would have had. Uh, and I think the big thing, you know, just with his – Talent and his skill set with being so quick, as, so so quick and so fast at the same time. You know, just coming to his own, coming into his own when it comes to running the ball, understanding what it means to have some pace and have some patience as you get up to a line of scrimmage. And then, once you see your crease or your hole, you take advantage. And then also, you know, being patient enough where you set up blocks, and now you're able to run off leverage, whether it be a tight end out in space, a receiver, or an old lineman. So some of the, those have been some of the uh, things that I've watched him grow at this season. Uh, pass protection i think he's grown um just continue to work on you know just our fundamentals uh, with him to continue to help him develop as an all-around player
1: sean mcgrew is not a guy i necessarily expected to carry tacklers with him just due to his smaller frame mm-hmm. but um he's got a couple hundred yard games under his belt now and he's shown the ability to be a tough physical runner um I know it was disappointing to miss him for the Oregon game. Uh, how's he doing, and 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 how has he uh, fit into your room this year?
13: You know, it's you know, Sean is one of those guys that uh, you know you're really excited and happy that you got a chance to coach. To be honest, um, I think you know with him being a, you know California State Player of the Year and all that stuff coming out of high school, and then getting to a place, uh, you know, getting here to at the University of Washington, and you know being behind and around some really good running backs. And then it's like, well, this is not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. And then watching him kind of change his work ethic, change his mindset, change his how he attacked every day, he has grown so much. And his hard work has really paid off uh, during the offseason to what he's done this season. And, you know, know, the one thing we came out of spring ball – uh, and talked about, you know, just me and him in our one on one meeting is he gonna have to show me your ability to be able to break tackles and get the ball down the field when we hand it off to you. So the games that he was able to do that in, um, obviously before he got, uh, you know, got hurt, got you know, it was really exciting. But I will say this, you know, it's nothing about, you know, me as a coach. Um, you know, it's really about his mindset and his work ethic and how he decided to attack this season. I'm really excited as he gets continues to come back and gets ready to play again.
1: You and I weren't sure. We, we talked about a week or two before the season. How how much is Richard Newton going to play this year? And it turned out he it was a very very impactful the first six games. Out with an injury right now, but um, did he surprise you with some of the things he was able to do on the field?
13: You know. I would love to say he surprised me. I think the one thing that if you're around this program, you kind of watch is how he finished spring ball. He finished spring ball really well, um, coming back after, after having this little soldier's, shoulder surgery or whatever it was. And then we got into fall camp, and you know he was kind of so amped up and so antsy to play. You're Like, you know, you got something good, but you just got to get it kind of contained. And then, you know, we started, you know, feeding him little by little, you know, because he still is just a freshman, which people forget. Um, And, you know, the little things that you got him, you're like, okay, okay, he can handle that. And then as he continued to develop and some of the stuff he started doing kind of when he hit his stride, that BYU kind of moving forward, you're like, this dude's going to be pretty good. And uh, so to say I was Um, surprise, no. But how well he did, how fast, maybe a little bit. But I think you know, with the way he, you know, how, how serious he is about the game, and how much he cares, and the energy he plays with, I think he's going to be, you know, successful as we continue to move on through his career.
1: How do you encourage him through uh, the injury he's going through right now?
13: I just think you know, um, you know, now uh, this generation is so attention driven. And what I mean by that, you know, social media and, you know, everybody wants love. Everybody wants love. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, you know, with a guy like this who has the type of injury that he has um, and is working to get back is, you know, just keeping them encouraged because, you know, it's easy to get frustrated and say the treatment's not working or, you know, it's just kind of this is still that, well, you're not back until you're back. And all you can do is attack um, attack your rehab just like you would, you know, play on the football field and being truthful with yourself. Am I truly ready to come back or is my mind telling me I'm ready and I'm truly going to hurt the team? You know, and you, we all are working with a limited amount of time. Mm. So you can spend your time, you know, pouting and saying this is not working and not giving great effort in your rehab and, you know, continue to sit in the meeting rooms and learn or – You can really attack your rehab. You can focus and pay attention to meetings. Come out to practice with a good attitude. Encourage the guys. Do what they're allowing you to, to do at the best of your ability. And then we go from there. But nobody wants to be around somebody who's, you know, you know, Debbie Downer, for lack of a better term. Mm. And it's all about your mindset. And that's what I continue to preach to him. And I was doing the same thing with Sean. It's like you guys are moping around. You're hurt. It is what it is. Nobody thinks, you know, the big thing is, well, I don't want people to think I'm soft. Nobody thinks you're soft. You're hurt. Mm-hmm. you know you're injured or however you want to look at it you know we know you're trying to do your best to get back and we'll be all arms open when you do get back but at the same time we got to continue to move we're not saying we don't miss you but we don't miss you at the same time because we got to keep this boat rolling keep on the running backs coach appreciate the time thank you very much all right thanks Tony. we'll have more of the chris peterson show
2: right after this
10: at boeing we support events that bring us closer make our communities better places to live and work and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, and that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series, here for the rivalry, here for the tradition
4: you can bow down and drink up at Red Hook Brew Lab located in the heart of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood proudly partnered with the Washington Huskies Red Hook has created their very own small batch IPA Purple Rain specially brewed for the home team and available on tap all season long catch the Husky spirit by catching a game at Red Hook Brew Lab
2: The Chris Peterson Show continues in 60 seconds on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield,
7: IMG College.
2: Bob
6: Kendall, president of Star Rentals.
7: A big reason our family-owned business has been around since 1900 is the principle of empowering our people to do what they think is in the best interest of the customer. After all, this is a relationship business, and that's a constant that hasn't changed over time. Star Rentals, the preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. Empowering our employees to bring value to our customers. We think that's a relationship that will work for your business. Find out how at StarRentals.com.
2: From the opening kick. The
5: 90th meeting between Notre Dame and USC. Ball is in the air.
2: To the post-game pressers. It's just an incredible football game, and both teams have never been anything like it. We've got you covered from around the nation. This is the College Football Rewind. The Aggies win in overtime! Oh. the football, and Michigan's got Ten, it! 5, 3, touchdown Oregon! Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Touchdown Virginia Tech Hokies! Search college sports now. Welcome back to The Chris Peterson Show, presented by The Purple Mattress. Sleep purple, wake up gold. Along with Coach Pete, here's Tony Castrocone.
1: Uh, Let's move forward to Utah. This is the number nine team in the country that comes in. I know you're not all about rankings, but uh, it's the first time a top 10 team has been here since the 2016 Stanford game, Mm. which a lot of people that I talk to say that might be the loudest they have ever Mm. heard Husky Stadium. We've got a a similar type of matchup here uh, with the Utes coming into town. Um, Rematch of the Pac-12 championship game from a year ago. What do you remember about uh, that experience?
3: Mm. Big time defense. That's what I remember. Um, Two really good defensive teams, you know, slugging it out. That's what I remember. And I I just, you know, I chuckled because here we go to the Rose Bowl, win another Pac-12 championship. And, you know, a lot of everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, Pac-12, they can't do it. You know, you do that in some other conferences and everybody's like, those guys play defense, man, that is gritty. That's how football should be. But, you know, it's kind of changed these days. They want – you know points, and you know I think it's a little bit like the NFL. You know they kind of tweak the rules and keep adjusting because um, they want points, and so. But that's what I remember. It's just really good defensive teams going at it.
1: Well, I I think Utah likes playing defense. When I look <laughs> at uh, the last six games, gave up zero against Idaho State, thirty against USC. Trojans were able to move the ball at home on that Friday night uh and then thirteen, seven, 3 and 0 the numbers uh of points that they allow get smaller and smaller week by week until they shut out cal this past week
3: yeah so you can and it's all about points so you're right you're on the right thing that's really the only stat you need to be talking about but if you know you do want to talk about another one how about 56 yards a game in run defense oh my gosh yeah, number one in the nation 56 yard, i mean how, how does that happen and you put on the tape, and you go, oh, that's how it happens. You know, they got some really good players, and Kyle Whittingham just does it. You know, he's a, he's a great coach. And I've always thought that forever. Like, I don't know why more people aren't always talking about Utah. I, I really don't. You know, I, we played them when we were at Boise. Um, I think we played them once when I was there, um, maybe twice. But Bowl games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I played them twice. Once in a bowl game and once at their place. And, and then to go from kind of the Mountain West – into the pack like people don't realize how hard that transition is to have to play week after week and for him to weather that's to make that adjustment and at the high level that they've been playing at i mean it it's you know i think coaches know coaches but sometimes i think outside you know influences and all that they don't really they don't pay attention to, to certain programs for some reason and i don't think there's anyone more respected in this league than him
1: we have played some amazing college football games against them over yeah. the last three or four years. Yeah. They have all come down to the wire, yeah. and they all have gone our way. I wonder what that's like on the other end. Uh, do, do you have do you have any experience uh, just losing heartbreakers like that where well, you just want to get that one I'd, back?
3: I look at our 2015 game like that's the one that sticks with me. That's Jake Browning, Miles Gaskin, Trey Adams, our ten true freshmen, however it was that we played that year. Mm-hmm and they beat us here and you know I go back and I remember coming off that field going gosh we're just we're just not good enough yet you know we're not I mean Utah's a good team and I watched that tape and we did some darn good things Hmm. but we did some darn bad things I mean we had we had two turnovers on offense that went for touchdowns and then we had two touchdowns called back that we didn't score on you know and so it's like we were right there but whatever you know you're going to get a hard fought game from utah i mean they just they're a physical team that's how they pride themselves that's what he kyle's all about and that's what they always bring to the table
1: uh you, you speak about turnovers uh this is a defense that can force turnovers yeah. they got a great back end with a lot of guys capable of with a lot of guys that have like six and seven career interceptions um but turnovers it's like the line in the sand for you this year when you get three or four turnovers <laughs> you win the yeah. game when you get zero turnovers you you've lost.
3: Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a um you know, an anomaly just making it that cut and dry. I know mm-hmm. it looks that cut and dry and we always, you know, besides points, the number one stat that we do pay attention to is turnovers mm-hmm. and but yeah, I don't know what else to say to to you than other than yeah, I know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matchup wise, um you know, they they have a great rushing defense, but they also have a really good rushing offense they run the ball really well themselves uh and Zach Moss might be the best in the country uh, he's really really good um the, r- rushing defense has been an area of of struggle for us this year it's been tough in a few of these games uh what, what do you see matchup wise when they try to run the football?
3: that'll be interesting you know because you're right Zach Moss is a elite running back power game he's got break you know he's 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 had some really long runs, but I don't even think of him as like that's really his game. His game is running guys over, putting his pads down, and mm-hmm. you don't stop that guy for, you know, unless he's getting decent yards, and then he can run away from you. Um, he's really good, and they got a big physical offensive line. And and then the other thing that I think is different is, you know, they got, um, you know, a new offensive coordinator, and I think it really ties into Kyle Whittingham's Philosophy of how he wants to play ball. I mean, he wants to run the ball, pound the ball, take some shots, control the ball. You know, they we thought Stanford held the ball. These guys are the number two team in the country, That's right? right. In time of possession. So you, you play great defense, you get a lot of three and outs, and your off the offense holds the ball. I mean, what what a better way to play the game, right?
1: Well, what are they doing different under Andy Ludwig?
3: Well, it's a little bit more run, run first. Um, you know, power offense. Uh, big fly sweep game, big fly sweep game. And so, you know, they've always had parts of that, but they've kind of really kind of honed it down to that. And then the other thing that really changes their dynamic to make their offense unique is their quarterbacks are runners. And I'm not just talking about scramble runners. So now they have a shotgun system. They're, they're half the time under center, half the time in the shotgun. And so now they got this shotgun pass run game where the quarterback is a runner anytime you can make your quarterback a runner that changes the numbers game and that makes it really hard to defend the run so that's most times teams that are under center pro style don't have these like spread running quarterbacks and they do and they're doing a combination of both really effectively
2: we'll have more with tony and coach pete right after this
9: Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's
3: a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Proud partner
0: of Husky Athletics. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
8: Make sure to stay updated on all the action, You're all the time, at home. with content from all seven Pac-12 networks channels on Pac-12 Now, where you can access live events, just a moonshot, and original programming on demand, with the ability to customize the teams you want to follow and the content you want to see, wherever you are and whenever you want it. All the teams and all the access, all with Pac-12 Now
2: more from Tony and Coach Pete in a moment. But first, these messages from your local station.
12: At Bale Breaker Brewing, we've always been proud supporters of UW Athletics since we paid tuition there. We're also proud supporters of drinking deliciously freshly brewed local craft beer on game day, which is why we're now pouring our Northwestern brand of family-farmed heavenly hoppiness at every Husky game this year. So come raise a glass to Husky football on game day, or drop by the brewery and raise one with us on all those other days. Bale Breaker Brewing, fresh off the farm.
9: Go dogs! Husky fans, show us how you Husky this football season with gear from University Bookstore, the authentic Husky retailer, and the only store that supports the UW community. For the best selection of new Adidas, trending styles and accessories, tailgating gear, and more, shop online at ubookstore.com, stop into the Av Store on University Way, or visit us on Game Day at our Rainier Vista pop-up shop near Husky Stadium. University Bookstore, hashtag how I Husky, hashtag Husky Every F-
2: Welcome back to the Chris Peterson Show presented by the Purple Mattress. Sleep purple, wake up gold. Along with Coach Pete, here's Tony Castrocone. Tyler Huntley is going to be playing us for the third
1: time. Yeah. He's been around for a while. But one of the things that's scary about him, you know, watching that game against Cal, uh, he fumbles a snap, busted play. Looks like, oh, this is a disaster. And then he just scrambles around back there and he finds Moss for a 70-yard completion. I mean, this is the kind of quarterback yeah. that can take a broken play and make magic out of it.
3: And so that's one of the things that I've probably been most impressed with him in terms of from seeing him in the past to now. I think he's really good in the pocket. He's a runner. You know, he can. They, they have quarterback design runs for him. He can scramble. But he's really good in the pocket. And I've always said, like, scrambling quarterbacks are really hard. They've always been really hard for me to coach, for us to coach. Because when do you teach them to stay in there? When do you teach them to go? And because a lot of times they can make so many plays with their leg, they don't want to stay put. And he will hang in there and buy time. That's one of the hardest things for us to get our guys to do. And we we don't have scrambling quarterbacks Mm. to just be patient, buy time, subtle movements, and he's really good at that.
1: Um, You've been recruiting – You've been recruiting Utah quite a bit recently. Uh is going to be playing against Utah. you got Ty Jones, Taki Taimani, MJ Tafisi from Utah as well. Is that, is that uh, some fertile ground there?
3: Well, I think that's one of the reasons that Utah, again, is this elite-type program. You're, I just don't think you're going to be an elite-type program for the most part unless you have really good football in your backyard. I think, you know, it just makes it so much harder to have to go get everybody from distance. And Utah's good football. Salt Lake is good football, high school football. And so, I mean, Utah's getting their share of guys right from their, you know, backyard. And other guys are getting good players out of there, too. I think that just speaks to the football that's going on over there in that state.
1: Give me your big-picture overview on this Utah defense that is considered one of the best in college football. Yeah. Why, why is it?
3: Yeah, they got good players. Okay, it always starts with that. And like you said, like, all these guys have like multiple picks. Like these guys have played for a while. They lost a couple uh, – one of their linebackers is with the Seahawks. They lost a couple guys. But, you know, they just – they got these guys in the wings and it's not like a wholesale replacement. They've just kind of always done a nice job with that. So they got good players. Kyle does a great, you know, he's a defensive. He's had the same staff for a long time on that defense, so they they have honed it down. They know exactly what they're doing. They bring enough to the table to keep you off balance, but their kids just play physical and fast. I mean, that's the bottom line. All
1: right, I remember last year I asked you, give me the keys to the game, and you said, "I'm tired of asking, answering this question because they're always
3: the same keys." It's or, like, okay. Well, or I'm not giving the keys to the game because <laughs> I think Utah's not going to hear this.
1: <laughs> well, so here's the deal. So it's like it's like Wheel of Fortune. It's RSTL and any. Like we're given those. What what are the three more consonants and one more vowel? Like what's kind of unique about this game that that you would like to see?
3: We're going to have to play our best football. There's no mystery about this at all, right? And we've been practicing for a long time. We've played a lot of games this season. And so I think as coaches and as players, the thing is, okay, is this next game our best game? Um, Now, sometimes you don't play an opponent that requires you to play your best to win, and sometimes you do. And, um, you know, just how these guys are on a roll, what they've been doing, that's why I say, you know, the best team in this league. I mean, there's some other teams that are playing really well too, but we're going to have to play the best we've played. I mean, the defense – is for sure the best we've seen so far and so for us to you know score point i mean you see what they're scoring i mean we're gonna have to score some points because they score points and it's you know that's how you like it it's gonna be a heck of a challenge thank you chris okay appreciate it
2: you've been listening to the chris peterson show on the washington sports network from learfield img college The Chris Peterson Show has been sponsored by Star Rentals, preferred supplier to the West's best contractors. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Washington Sports Network.